Hey, fam. It's me again, Roxanne. Out for a drive running some errands without the kids. And I'm really hating to say this, but this is my me time. So, um, I don't know when the last time I really honestly did not have my kids with me because my children are always with me there's nothing wrong with that and I love my children don't get me wrong but every once in a while to get in a car by myself and to just drive I don't like driving because there are potholes and it never fails having to sit upright to drive with my pinched nerve my legs are on fire this morning I just cannot seem to get comfortable and I suffer from insomnia along with all my other medical issues so it never fails I'm on Facebook in the morning I'm I'm reading a book I'm uncomfortable yes I take my medications yes plural more than one just to live And kind of a semi-balance of a normal day of no pain. Not even going to lie. Sometimes it's quite difficult to catch my breath. Because it hurts so damn bad. If I step a certain way. If I have to bend, which I do not do anymore. I try not to bend at all. I try to make sure that whatever I need to get is already at waist level. I have to talk myself. I have to prep myself. I have to give myself a pep talk just to pick something up. How in the hell do they expect someone to live or to be able to function in a work environment? I worked at a place for the physical and mental mental disabled for nine years the fact that my body has just called it quits at 33 that's a little scary because I should be in the prime of my life but right now I'm having to take a step back because my body is just wrecked with so much Okay, sorry, I'm back. Uh, yeah. I had to try to breathe through a spasm. With this whole COVID situation and they ask those questions, do you have difficulty breathing? Uh, yes. I have difficulty breathing, but it's not from COVID. It's from walking. How fun is that? Okay, so 
have difficulties functioning some days and if it weren't for my children I'm sorry if it weren't for my eldest I would have even more difficulties I I don't I don't want to say depend but I do need her to do some things help me do some things I uh I see no reason that just because she has autism that she can't do for herself. That was a hard lesson for me to learn because when I was nine, I was cooking, I was cleaning, I was helping take care of an elderly family member. And I think when I got the diagnosis for autism for my eldest I just I put her in a box I figured she wouldn't need to learn those lessons but then I thought of something else and my husband who was my boyfriend at the time showed me the error of my ways she needs to be independent she needs to be able to do for herself because let's face it we are not gonna live forever no one does I need to make sure that she can take care of herself when I'm gone that sounds a little morbid but it's the truth and if your children are able to do for themselves we shouldn't stop them she knows how to clean up after herself she knows how to take a bath she can brush her own teeth brush her own hair she's good at math She likes to sing and dance. She's just... She's a rainbow of just so many bright and colorful. And I don't just mean her fashion sense. And when I leave this place, I would love to know that I'm leaving her with the knowledge that she can take care of herself. Like I said, I've worked in a facility for those with special needs and disabilities. I've seen what happens when parents have a child that can physically be able to go to the bathroom or to dress themselves and they don't teach their children those basics. So when they go to a facility parents I'm sorry but you really got to listen to this when your child goes to one of these facilities they are not one on one in some cases they usually have they're in a group 
it might be five, four individuals in a group that have one caregiver. Now this one caregiver has to watch again four or five individual people that have different needs to be met. Now I'm not saying this to excuse abuse or anything like that. I'm saying that so that people will understand that caregivers they're not just one-on-one they are five people to one now you have to take this in mind can you take care of five children just regular children by yourself some people can some people can't now think about it now throw into the mix you have five individuals some who might not verbally speak some that might know sign language but you're having to watch five individuals that are basically adults with the brain capacity of a newborn in some cases that is difficult you turn your back for one second you have someone that's run off Someone that's might be pica, eating something. And then it comes down to this. Well, why weren't you watching them? I'm one person watching five individuals. Some of whom walk. Some might be in a wheelchair. Those that walk can get into so much. Because guess what? Everything is carefree in their world. They just need to make sure that they don't get caught doing anything. Which is very scary to say. But that's children everywhere. So when you take that into consideration. And then you start to realize. I've been doing this job for nine years. Some of the people I've taken care of. are Have been wheelchair bound. Some of the individuals I've taken care of have been, yes, high functioning. Then you have to worry about your own body. Because you're bending, stooping, you're doing all these things. You can pull something. You can tear something. And then you have to realize it might be a while before you even feel the physical effects of it. But by the time you finally do feel it, you'd already gotten so used to ignoring it. So when it blows up in your face, it really blows up in your face. And then you sit back and you wonder, how? When did this injury occur? Sometimes you cannot pinpoint when the injury occurs. And I honestly hate when they ask, when did you first notice? You might first notice an injury a month after it happens. That's like getting hit by a car. If you've ever been in a car wreck. They tell you, don't deny or don't reject going to the hospital. Because you need to get checked out. Because you could be fine today. You could be fine tomorrow. 
But what about that third day or next week? All of a sudden, you've got a pain that you cannot, for the life of you, pinpoint why you're in so much pain, why you're having such difficulty. I say this to let you know that taking care of an individual or individuals is not easy. The wear and tear on the human body is painful. It feels like there's a hot poker that's just constantly stabbing into my right side. And I know it's my sciatica. And you know what's really terrible is this. I have sciatica or sciatic nerve issues on my left and my right side. Driving is difficult. I don't know sometimes if I'm able to walk without the assistance of my walker. Or if I'm able to walk unassisted without my cane. Some days when I try to stand up, it's unbearable. And I know that I can't, that I shouldn't just lay down because that's not going to do me any good. And as the doctors love to point out, your weight is an issue. Well, it's kind of hard to lose weight and physically be unable to walk some days. It's difficult to lose weight when you've been pumped with multiple rounds of steroids. Some days I have to set reminders to remind myself of things I need to do because of all the medication I've been taking. Sometimes I forget that I need to run out to the grocery store or that I haven't paid a bill. That's a scary feeling because if you don't watch yourself or those situations, there could be some serious consequences. I say all this, I say all those things to say this. Thank a caregiver. And I don't just mean like, oh, thank you for watching after my family member. Thank them. 